Purple Heart Homes presents Putting the Pieces Back Together, a forum for veterans and the community to connect. Here are your hosts, veterans John Galena and Brad Borders. Hey, good afternoon and uh, welcome to Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. And uh, I got to say, uh, you know, we, we got to work on that intro. I, yeah, I, I, I don't think that uh, I'm nearly as good looking as Brad Borders. Well... I'm not going to say uh, which one of you is better, but I know uh, neither one of you look good to me. <laughs> How about do, that? Do I have to reference that Valentine's Day show Let, again? Let's just say you've got a voice made for radio. Oh my lord! <laughs> I, I can't I can't say you got a face made for Facebook, but because uh, you're on Facebook. I, I am on Facebook. We all are on Facebook yeah. these days. So yeah. if you miss any part of the show, you can always uh, pick us up on Facebook, uh, or you can uh, pick us up on uh, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah. we got a great show uh, oh, ready I'm to go today. So excited! You know, we had a had a really cool event yesterday. I want to tell people about. A lot of people probably missed it, but uh, we had uh, the tourism summit, uh, North Carolina tourism summit, was right here in Statesville, North Carolina, yesterday. Oh, yeah, that was fantastic. Had a packed house with uh, what seemed like maybe around 200 uh, people from across the state and different counties, some great speakers. And uh, just want to give a shout-out to uh, Cindy Sutton, William Morgan, those that uh, helped pull that together and bring that to Statesville. Great job. Yeah, and, and thank you for inviting us. And uh, we, we, we certainly appreciate that. I, I can't believe that they invited me to a thing like that. But you know what I did notice? What's that? That they provided coloring books, but because they invited you, the the Marine Devil Dog Devin, they did not have crayons on the uh, on the table. You know, I, I noticed that, and uh, the first person to point that out to me was Paul. And uh, y'all were disappointed, weren't you? <laughs> right away, right away, the two Marines were disappointed. Well, ironically, uh, another Marine at the table beside me hit my knee and said. Where's the crayons? So, you know, and I, and for those that are on Facebook, uh, maybe you can see, but uh, this coloring book has uh, folks from all over Statesville, uh, 220 Cafe, Kelly Simcoe's in here, uh, one of my uh, very own, uh, Dr. Drewsbick, uh, Drewsbick Chiropractic's in here, uh, and they all got these little characters that uh, represent them. And uh, Cindy Sutton with the uh, Tourism Bureau's even got her own in here, and uh, really, really cool. We got Men of Valor, Todd Scott, Eric Hayes. Uh, Robert Guest and Tony Williams, they're all uh, in here. And, and so if, uh, if you missed that, you missed a really great opportunity, a great uh, promotion for Statesville. So many cool things that are happening right here in our own hometown and just really proud of, of all the uh, folks that, that make our community great. Absolutely. But uh, you, can, you can go on their Facebook or, or their website and uh, catch up on anything that you missed out on and, uh, and be sure to do that so you can see what's going on in our community. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And, uh, you know, I, I think about uh, all the things that happen in, in all the different communities that we go to. And I say this all the time. I, I love coming back home to Iredell County and just uh, so proud of our, our community. But there's so much to do right here. And, uh, you know, if, if you uh, would like to know, learn more, uh, certainly you can check out the uh, Visitors Bureau and learn more of what's right here in the community. But uh, from ballooning to the fort to Lake Norman uh, uh, State Park, you know, there's there's all types of uh, great activities to do. Uh, while it's summertime, you got a little time off with the kids. Uh, check that out. I was amazed. One of the statistics I was really amazed at is uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of about 70% of tourists in that come into Statesville and Iredell County are coming in from within North Carolina. 
And so yeah. there's a lot of people in surrounding communities that find Statesville and Iredell County attractive, and they're coming right here into uh, to our community to, to be able to do some of these great things. So how lucky well, are we that we get to live here and we get to be live on air at WSIC News Studios? Well, you know they're, they're all coming to see me, right, John? <laughs> well, yeah, the, the anomaly of the crayon-eating Marine, they, they just want to learn more. I mean, after those TikTok videos, if, if, look, if you're on TikTok or YouTube or Facebook, just go into your search bar and type Devil Dog Devin, and, and he proves that Marines do eat crayons. <laughs> he eats a crayon with whipped cream live on YouTube. It, it, you you got to see it to believe it. You know, I think the, the audience has heard enough about my crayon-eating antics. Why don't we get to our guests? <laughs> what about talking about the therapy that you've had to do about eating crayons? Oh, gosh. <laughs> we, even, we even recorded a therapy session about your uh, crayon-eating. Yeah, I mean, can well, I say that over the air? Is that a HIPAA violation? I, I'm fairly certain that's between me and my, my therapist, Durant. <laughs> and, uh, Durant's and my, your therapist? That may be part of why you're still in recovery and, and my denial. my beautiful wife, Amber. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, enough enough about Devin. We'll get we'll get back to picking on Devin some more here shortly. We got some great guests uh, right here in the community uh, that are joining us today. We got Jim Marshall, President and CEO of Blue Harbor Bank joining us and uh, thankful to have you here, Jim. Uh, got two uh, two of your top uh, talented uh, uh, teammates here with you. You got uh, Tom Kincaid and Lisa, Lisa Colvard. Did I say that right, Lisa? Yes. All right. I, I want to make sure I say it right with the with the right northern accent, not the wrong southern accent. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I was letting you say go. that. I would. I would there you about go. To. Uh, so we have been uh, we've been working with you guys for uh, a number of years through uh, Doug Hedrick, who's uh, uh, certainly one of my favorites. He's done a lot to help make Purple Heart Homes successful. But uh, you guys have become very active in the community. Got a beautiful new building right there in downtown Statesville, and uh, I, I know I've been in there a few times. But uh, we bank with you through Purple Heart Homes. We Thank you. pride ourselves in, in banking with uh, hometown and, and, and small banks. And, and so we appreciate you guys. And uh, y'all have helped us be able to get into our building. And uh, it's been, been a really great relationship. So we're proud to have you here on the show with us today. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Jim, and where you're from just to get it started. Thank you for having us, uh, number one. And um, I'm, I'm not sure I can top a crayon-eating uh, Marine. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure there's more stories there uh, with that somewhere, but we'll stick to banking and, and Purple Heart Homes um, right now. But but thank you so much for inviting us and, and having Tom and Lisa uh, join us. I'm I'm uh, originally a North Carolinian. I've, I've lived my whole life and, and uh, been a, a career banker. My father was a banker. My, my grandfather was a banker as well. So I'm third generation uh, banking. Uh, I, my children are in similar industries. So I would call that four generations of marshals uh, in, in uh, some sort of finance and banking. Um, so it's in my blood. It's what I've, I've grown up with. It's what I've uh, sat around the, the supper table uh, hearing stories about banking and helping people and and riding with my father uh working uh at the bank when i was in college um you know as a teller and just kind of seeing up close and up personal how banking can influence and help families and so that really appealed to me uh from an early age and so that's how i got in banking and and um, um uh, celebrated my 40th year in banking this year I, you know years. i always thought when i heard somebody been in a career of 40 years they were older than dirt you know but that's me now um but i still feel good i feel young i enjoy what i'm doing every day 
I feel enthused when I talk with Lisa and Tom uh, and people like them in our company every day about the good work that they're doing out there, helping dreams come true and people realize, you know, what's important to them. Well, y'all um, have certainly helped our dreams at Purple Heart Homes come true. And, you know, I remember uh, first having that conversation with Doug and telling him about the building we wanted to purchase and that we wanted to manufacture uh, tiny homes. And, and he looked at me and said, uh, are you sure? I said, I said, well, yeah, I'm pretty sure. He said, well, we can make that happen if you're sure. And uh, you guys really come through for us. And, and now you've made so much of a difference in so many lives. Uh, veterans being able to uh, have a home of their own that they can afford. And so we really, really appreciate that. Uh, looking forward to uh, talking more about uh, the philosophy of Blue Harbor, how Blue Harbor came about. And, you know, I really, not to not to focus on the 40-year mark, but really want to learn he more about... He when he was five. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I really want to, you know, talk about some of the change that you've seen in the industry as a whole and, you know, how people can, can learn to work within the banking industry to be able to achieve their dreams and then how they can contact uh, you guys and, and get involved. But uh, we're going to cut to a break and uh, hear a word from our sponsors real quick. You're listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes, and we will be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. We are live here in WSIC News Studios, and we are excited to have our special guest, Jim Marshall, president and CEO of Blue Harbor Bank here. And uh, Jim, uh, before we went to break, you were uh, telling us a little bit about uh, some of your background. And, uh, you know, I'm really interested to hear about how... Blue Harbor came into existence because it's a relatively new bank. Uh, been around for how long now? Uh, Fifteen years. Yeah, oh, so wow, we're, in our, we're in our fifteenth year. We started. Uh, we raised our capital in uh, 20, uh, 27 and uh, opened up in um, um, uh, twenty oh eight, January of twenty oh eight. So we're we're new uh, as far as banks you know go. How, um, how many new banks start a year well, on average? that's a very good question. You know, when we started our bank, uh, North Carolina had about 115 banks in North Carolina. Today, there's less than 40. Wow. And, and that includes savings and loans that are out there, savings banks. So uh, you used to see a lot of banks get started, not only in North Carolina, but the country. Uh, there were probably over 15,000, 16,000 banks at that time in the country. There's less than 5,000 banks today. And how do you so, classify Blue Harbor? Is it a small town, regional? Community. Community. We call ourselves community. a community bank. Okay. Uh, you know, those are defined in different ways, but generally banks less than $10 billion in assets are, are defined as community banks. We're about $425 million in assets. Um, we've, got, we've got the two offices here and in Mooresville. We have a loan production office in um, uh, Moorhead City. We've got a loan production office in Belmont, uh, right beside uh, Gastonia. But we never thought that we would have a lot of branches out there. That's just not what I, I thought we would do. You know, with the advent of uh, banking on, on your iPhone today, uh, desktop banking, remote deposit capture, you know, we can put a little box on somebody's office and they can, they can live in Seattle and be working in Seattle and run through checks through that right there 
and deposited them right into our bank, uh, you know, anywhere in the country. So there's there's so much technology out there that the convenience of a bank branch being within three miles or so of where you live, where you work, is not as important as it once was. What's the uh, advantages with of going with a community bank like yourself versus one of the big national chains? I think uh, I think it's easy when you when you talk with people like Lisa, and you talk with people like Tom, and you quickly understand that they're different, and they get it, and they 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 have relationships with their with their with their customers. And they know their customers when they walk in the bank, and and when somebody calls them, they they know who Lisa is, and Lisa knows them, and Tom knows them, and it's it's all about the people. You know, and, I, I, I could not agree more, and I, I've been thinking about this quite a bit as I you know processed our our show and been thinking about the show with you on here today, and not knowing that Lisa and Tom were coming in here with you, I'm glad that they have, uh, but I would say this regardless if they were sitting here in the studio with us. But I think it's the difference in uh, caring that you have a customer that walks in versus caring about that customer when they walk out. Yeah. And and when I uh, when I have engaged with Lisa and Tom, I have uh, I have always been left with the feeling that they care about the customer when they walk out. Right. That they have not stopped thinking about them. They want to see them be successful and succeed, and they're they're willing to support them uh, no matter when and where they're at. And so I, I just think that to me epitomizes the the culture. And, and who you guys are in all of my interactions, and so I, I think that's really, really great. Well, we're pretty, we're pretty selective on who joins our team, and we want people just like that that care, that they go home and and you know I ask them to kind of leave things at the office, but they can't help but thinking about Mr. or Mrs. Jones that they talked to that afternoon, and they're worried about them. How can I help them get in this home? What can we do to move things around and help them realize that dream, start that business, and their wheels are turning, and they and they and they care. You know, not everybody cares, and it's not a job that's eight to five to them. They 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 really live it, they breathe it, and uh, it shows in the type of job that they do every day. So that those are those are quickly some differences about um, a Blue Harbor Bank from some of the big banks. And we'll talk That's here awesome. here in a few minutes in the next segment. We'll uh, talk a little bit more about some of the work you guys have done to okay. support veteran housing. Uh, I really want to focus, you know, kind of more on this idea of what it takes to start a bank and, you know, thinking about raising capital and, and just thinking about uh, your career in banking, uh, just what – what you've seen change over the years and really what led you and inspired you to start a bank instead of just managing another bank that somebody else had already started. Thank you. I love to talk about that topic. So good. Well, take yeah. us away. Um, well, my father did the same thing uh, okay. back in the, in the late sixties. Uh, he, you know, he and a group of men started a, a small community bank in a, in a community that uh, was very successful. And so I grew up seeing the kind of work that they did and um, I knew all the directors. I knew I knew all the employees um, uh, in, in their branches, and um, and so I saw firsthand just what a difference that a small community bank could could mean. And so after I uh, started my career with a larger bank, you know, after 15, 16 years, I just said, you know, there's got to be a better way. And and so the entrepreneurial wheels. Uh, and me started turning and said, you know, I can I can start a bank, 
and um, and so I started looking around for the right location, and I felt Iredell County had a lot of runway left in front of it. You know, a lot of towns in North Carolina uh, have, are, are, are kind of have maybe seen their better day. I don't want to, um, uh, but that's a good way to couch it, I think. And so I knew that, that Mooresville, uh, Statesville had a lot of growth is in one of the fastest growing metro areas uh, in the country, and that's really proven to be the case um, uh, in the Charlotte metro area. And so I just uh, uh, had a cell phone and started knocking on doors, people that had been involved in community banking before and said, are you interested? Uh, and, and I will tell you, it just became a grassroots uh, effort and a lot of enthusiasm about, yes, I want to be a part. I want to help start a community bank here uh, in, in our county. And, um, you know, we, we, in Mooresville, for instance, we've got about 20 different competitors, but we're fourth in deposit market share behind Wells Fargo, wow. Bank of America, um, Truist now, you know, and they're so much bigger and, and they've been so entrenched for, you know, 100 years. Um, and so we can't compete with them from a marketing, stand, uh, branding, uh, uh, an awareness standpoint, but where we can compete with them is from our employees. That oh, I thought that, you were going to say that, being on uh, putting the pieces okay. back yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Well, that, that, you, know, you know, we got so many fans out there. It goes without saying. <laughs> um, but that's 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 the difference. And and um, and our employees, uh, we really believe in giving back to the communities. Um, we're involved in over seventy-five different civic clubs, charities, and churches, often in very high leadership positions. The president of the organization, or what have you. And uh, we give a lot of time and our talents and our treasures to these organizations. And we, you know, that's, that's part of who we are. That's in our DNA about giving back. And that's, that's the difference also that community banks, these, these big banks, um, and I'm not going to name names, but they're not involved in the community uh, and charities and civic clubs like we are. And they don't have a mandate. And, um, and so we, we live here, we work here, and we have a strong uh, a feeling about giving back to the communities. And so, um, you know, 15 years later, we're very successful. We've been rated as the best performing bank in North Carolina, you know, uh, after the first quarter. The second quarter numbers are not out yet. Um, but uh, uh, two or three quarters uh, last year, we were rated as the best performing bank in North Carolina, among the top uh, six best performing community banks in the southeast out of... Uh, wow. Three of uh, fifteen hundred. We were we were number six in That's the southeast. So we don't we don't try to run our bank to be those you know high performing. We just run it to be the best bank that we can be to serve the communities and the people that we that we serve, and all those accolades just kind of take care of themselves. So you have a special connection to the military. You've got a, a niece. I've got there. a niece. She went to NC State and uh, went through their nuclear. Uh, program there at NC State and uh, she's now in uh, San Diego um, and uh, she's uh, working on uh, submarines and um, aircraft carriers uh, in their nuclear uh, area and um, she's been uh, now so Devin don't get jealous they don't trust the Marines to do that kind of work <laughs> just, just hold your britches she's in she's in the Navy that's why they get to do oh, that oh yes yes yeah. no they but they have the Marines standing outside of the nuclear areas to guard them yeah they're doing they're, they're doing the heavy oh, lifting aren't they? okay <laughs> but uh, so she loves the Navy and loves giving back and and what she's doing she's married out there she just had a young son that's a little over a year old now um, but really enjoys the Navy and the, and the good work that they're doing. Well, so I, I know that makes you proud. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
That's fantastic. So, she yeah. a commissioned officer? Uh, she is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought so. You mentioned she went to the nuclear program. I do know that there are nuclear technicians that are enlisted, but uh, generally speaking. Uh, She's an officer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So, Jim, just kind of touching on uh, the military a little bit, tying into the bank. You guys do VA home loans. So yes. those that might be listening uh, should know that uh, you guys uh, specialize in VA home loans. And I know Lisa said that's her favorite kind of loan. I, I won't say that. Uh, you know, she's a glutton for punishment, but that's a lot of extra paperwork that not every bank uh, is willing to do a VA home loan. It's good business for us because it's good for them and it's good for the community, and it's the right yeah. thing to do. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna let Lisa talk about all the great work she's doing there with that program. If you want to, Lisa. Well, we'll we're getting ready to go to a break, and Lisa's shaking her head right now. But we will come back to her here in a few <laughs> minutes and uh, make sure that uh, mm -hmm. that we put her on the spot and, and hear all about that. And uh, you know, I know Lisa's got a heart for veterans and uh, has uh, put her own uh, blood, sweat, and tears into uh, serving uh, our local community and the veterans. And so we're really proud of her for that. And just want to want to give uh, give that shout out to her and her family. And and we'll uh, talk more about that here after our break. Uh, also after our break. We're going to hear from Devil Dog Devin about our say. project of the week. What? Yeah, we're going to put you on the spot. Is there oh, such a thing as putting Devin on the spot? I, honestly, or is that I, like putting baby in the corner? <laughs> is that what that is? You can't. Nobody puts baby in the corner. I, I think uh, where where they say nobody puts baby in the corner, you just—it's just impossible. Everybody's to put still going to hear Devin if yeah. he's in the corner. <laughs> Is that what that is? I, 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 yeah, but maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, you're listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. We will be back in just a moment. Welcome back to... Welcome back to Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Holmes. Uh, we've got a wonderful show here for you, and uh, we've just been talking to Jim Marshall from Blue Harbor Bank and getting to know him and, and his, his fine staff here. But uh, I think there's there's another segment before we go back into it, isn't there? Devil Dog Devin. Oh, De hey, that's me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's my turn. It's your turn. I get to talk? Oh, gosh. Oh, you do plenty of you, talking. I, I, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just get right into it. Um, so uh, we, we've got a project of the week right here from North Carolina. Are you familiar with Wilson? Wilson, North yeah, Carolina? Wilson, of course. North Carolina. Yeah. yeah, it's just down the road a little piece. Just down the road a little piece. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, in, uh, in Wilson, North Carolina, we've got an Army veteran specialist. Um, now, now... Uh, He's he's he didn't pick my favorite MOS as uh, he was an MP. Yeah, yeah. A lot of veterans uh, uh, and and military folks don't don't care for the MPs, but hey, they got to do their job too. Um, <laughs> I might might have been snatched up by one of those once or twice, but uh, uh, just like a lot of veterans, he got injured in the line of duty. Um, now he he didn't go to war, but uh, MPs have a job to do day day to day just like everyone else, and he hurt his knee pretty bad. And um, health care in, in the military is a little bit hit or miss. So they didn't do a great job on the surgery, so he's had lasting effects all his life. And uh, and uh, Mr. Uh, Artist out there in, in Wilson, is, he's, he's living in his family home, grew up in it. Um, he inherited it when his, when his parents passed away, and he's just so thankful to be able to be there. But unfortunately, he ain't got no air conditioning. 
Um, and I don't know if you know this, but Wilson is is in a pretty hot area. It's it's closer to the coast. Um, he's got a boiler system in there right now for heat, and so he contacted to us because he wants to be able to stay in that home. And at 74 years old, we want him to be able to, to live his last years there as well. Um, now, while he could sell his home and go to somewhere else that did have air conditioning, um, he just wouldn't have that, that same peace of mind as, as as living in the home that he's always known. And so that's why Purple Heart Homes got together with uh, um, with IAVA. I, I had to look up for a second. That, that we, What's we, IAVA stand for? Uh, that's uh, Iraqi. Uh, Iraqi? Uh, no, that's not uh, right. Iraq, Afghanistan, veterans of America. <laughs> of America. <laughs> I apologize. I clearly didn't prep well enough for this, did I? <laughs> but, uh, and, and I apologize to the IAVA out there because they came through for us um, helping us fund this project with $30,000. Um, they, they, they're just amazing partner on this, and we couldn't have done this without him. Construction starts on this next week. He's going to get brand new duct work because he didn't have any. Boiler sisters didn't. Boiler systems don't need that, and uh, two brand new units. So, uh, so thank you to the IAVA, and uh, thank you to uh, Mr. Artis for his service. You know, it's so uh, so imperative when older older folks uh, in this kind of heat. You know, whether it's here in North Carolina or Texas, I know I got a, a message yesterday from a uh, veteran out in Texas. It was 107 degrees, and and he was just thanking our team for getting a emergency call in to a heating and air company to come out and help him with his uh, air conditioning unit. Had a uh, electrical breaker that went bad and burned up, and had to uh, do some replacement work there and uh, you know it's just the little things that can make such a big difference and so I've uh, got a great team doing great work got got a lot of heart and you know just thinking about uh, you know how our uh, alliance here with Blue Harbor Bank kind of mirrors just from a culture standpoint and just caring about people uh, I know that so many of our project management team and the rest of our team members uh, night and day are just constantly thinking about those veterans that are on our waiting list, uh, that how they need that support, trying to determine ways they can create partnerships with other organizations, how they can come up with funding to be able to make a difference in their lives. And so if, if you're listening, you want to get engaged, you want to learn more, you can check out our website, phhusa.org, uh, or you can check us out on any of the social media platforms. Just uh, do a search for Purple Heart Homes, and you can follow along on many of these projects and learn uh, learn about how others are getting involved and, and how you can support those in your community, too. Absolutely. You know, I, I want to turn back to Lisa now because putting people on, on the spot is one of my favorite things to do. And Jim's <laughs> giving me the head nod that it's okay. And we got five minutes to wait. Now, Lisa, uh, having dead airspace on, on the radio is not a good thing. So you're going to have to talk when I stop. But tell us about the VA Home Loan Program and, and what that means and how folks can learn more about that. <laughs> um, well... I don't, I don't know how to, I mean, if you're a veteran, the VA loan is my favorite loan to work with. I've done uh, VA loans for 40, 40 years now, so I'm pretty comfortable with the VA loans. Um, and I would put a veteran in a VA loan. They're, they're, there's, it's not as much paperwork as what people think. It really isn't. I may be exaggerating a little bit, but it is. Uh, yeah. A lot of people are afraid <laughs> of them, but they're, they're, they're not. 
a whole lot to be afraid of. Yeah. And so what is what is the difference between a VA loan and a traditional FHA loan or uh, a normal, you know, underwritten loan? Well, What's the difference? Well, the big thing is the VA loan is uh, 100% financing. And that's going to be the hugest thing. And also there, there, there is a funding fee that, which is the version of private mortgage insurance, but the veteran, a disabled veteran is exempt from that fee, so they won't have to pay that. Um, and that, that's huge. Now, now 100% uh, finance doesn't mean that there's no out-of-pocket cost, right? Correct. And so what's the what's typical kind of expectation? Um, a couple thousand dollars? Yeah, I would say probably maybe five, six thousand. And those, those fees and costs are fixed from the government for VA loans, is that correct? Um, certain ones are yes okay. but you're gonna have your attorney fees now and a lot of times I mean it's a different market right now but for the longest time the seller would we could work with the seller to pay all the closing costs the real estate agent would negotiate to pay the closing costs um, on the seller's end so the veteran didn't have any money out of their pocket that's fantastic and what other types of loan products do you work with what? we have uh, the conventional um, FHA and USDA loans they're they're, that, they're the loans that I, I work with okay. then the bank has in-house loans that I don't touch I know enough about those loans to get me in trouble so <laughs> so Jim <laughs> stay Jim those in-house loan products how do they differ and and what made Blue Harbor want to uh, have in-house program uh, loans well um, you talked about government and and the government you know they never take off any red tape they're always just layering on and uh some of the products can be rather exhaustive um and our approach to banking um and it's been a very sound one for us is that we try to use common sense and a lot of times uh, is that uh, so common anymore uh, it's not so common anymore okay. especially when you can get the government involved and <laughs> um, and they do a lot of wonderful things but so we try to we try to use common sense and take some of that layering off and 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 make it easy for the customer uh, and, and it's a good loan for the bank and it's good for them as well um, we have a 30-year amortization schedule so they're as if their payments were figured on a 30-year basis but it may um, it may come due in in five years or seven years and we do a, a rate adjustment at that point. So a lot of people may do a short-term in-house mortgage with us. Uh, most people are not in their home for 30 years. You know, there's there's transition going on out there. People change jobs, they move around, they get a bigger house. So after five or seven years, you know, typical uh, home ownership for that home is, is five to seven years on average. Now, amortization, uh, now I'm not very bright. Uh, is there a shorter word for that? Uh, there's probably is, but I've, if it is, I don't know it either. I'm not very bright either. Is, uh, is that, is that it, the that, arm? That, that, no, that, that, means, uh, that means, you know, your payments are figured as if you were going to have that loan for 30 years. I see. And, and if you had a shorter amortization, your payment would be higher, a 15-year amortization. Your, your payments are going to be higher because you're going to pay that loan all in 15 years versus a 30-year, um, you're going to pay it over a, a, a longer period of time. Your interest costs may be higher, but your monthly payment would be less. And, and to your, your kind of further, your point a little bit, an arm is not what your fingers are attached to. An arm is an adjustable rate mortgage. Ah, oh right, yes, right. yes. We we don't we don't like those so much. <laughs> well, it's good, and, and they've had their place, the and they yeah. have their place, and so yeah. it's fixed for the five or seven year period. 
So and we're then gonna, it'll just after that. We're going to go ahead and cut to our break. You're listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. We'll be right back to learn more about Blue Harbor Bank and their involvement in the community. Welcome back to Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. We're live in studio. And we've got some great guests here. And uh, even if we are making some of them uh, speak reluctantly, they are uh, doing a great job. <laughs> and you've got some fanfare on, on air coming we in did, through social yeah. media. I've I seen that. So, Lisa's got, got uh, more fans than we do. She does. We're going to have to have her back. She's going to have to come in every Thursday. Can we make that happen, Jim? We can make it happen. I, wow. tell you, I like Just that. Just count on it. Lisa, Lisa, you know we, schedule. we we used to have Miss Giggles here in all, in the studio with us when we were on in the mornings, but we've lost Miss Giggles. That's Lisa true, would be a great yeah. replacement. Oh, absolutely! I, I think that yeah. would be a wonderful yeah. idea. I, I think even Miss Giggles would would approve. Yeah. Well, I want to uh, I want to talk just a little bit here about uh, home ownership, the value of home ownership, and and kind of help understand from from a from a banker's perspective what home ownership means and and Jim could you share a little bit of that with us well um, you know we we think it's good business um, uh, loaning people for their for their homes um, uh, if all else you know we're in the risk business they, they're going they're going to make that payment uh, for their home and, and they they if they've got a car payment as well um, they may, in times are tough, they, they may uh, uh, slide a little bit on that. But I will tell you, they're going to make that home payment because what? They don't want that risk, that roof um, uh, being taken out from under them. Um, but it's good economically uh, most of the time uh, for uh, the customer as well, especially in, the, in our market here in North Carolina, you know, uh, Iredale County. Iredale County, not many people know this, but it is the fourth highest household income county in North Carolina. Out of wow, a, out really? Of, out of 100 counties. I didn't know. You got, you got Durham, Durham with all the medical up there with Duke. You got Mecklenburg down here, Charlotte. You've got Raleigh, Wake County. And then you got Iredale County. And, and so uh, people are flooding into the Charlotte uh, metro area. Uh, in this area. And, and that just makes things go up. Uh, in value. So I think if somebody buys a home versus renting, they're building equity every month. Um, um, and, and so it's just, it's just very good economically, not only for them, but their family. They've got something that they can pass on to their family, create a little bit of wealth. And for most people, the value, the uh, equity that they have in their home is the, is, is the biggest nest egg uh, biggest piece of equity that they may have in their net worth. And, uh, it, and it can be leveraged to help sure. in all types of sure. times of need or, for that matter, maybe some times of want too, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Most of the people today, uh, if they're going to borrow from a consumer standpoint, they will use a home equity line, which is tapping on to that equity that they have in their house. Because, why is that? Because they can deduct that interest from their taxes as opposed to a car loan and those and that interest is not deductible, so they'll 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 try to leverage and and tag on to the equity and have a home equity line, and we do a lot of that business as well. You know, I, I want to just share with our listening audience uh, about, um, you know, I, I shared about how y'all helped us get a home, how you helped Purple Heart Homes uh, have a place of our own, but you know, one of the things that really 
if, if such a thing could happen, further endeared me to Blue Harbor was uh, getting a phone call from, uh, from Gio Wilson and uh, being told about how you guys had helped a uh, young veteran who had been homeless get into a home. And, and it was not that, that you had went in and, and needed help with the mortgage. You guys provided all of that. But you were now going in trying to help that veteran improve that home. And uh, there were a number of things that you were reaching out to the community and engaging the community with from, from windows to, to flooring to heating and air to upgrading the plumbing system to a fence in the backyard. I mean, you guys were just, just going all out, a driveway and, yeah. and all kinds of things. And, and I'd never really heard of, of a bank taking all that on on their own. Typically, it's an organization like Purple Heart Homes that comes to the bank and says, hey, we need the bank to write us a check so we can go do this stuff. But you guys had family and friends and neighbors and, and business partners. You were the central point gathering. You were the driving force doing that. And that was so impressive to me. And, and I know when Julia called me, I was like, without hesitation, we're in. We'll, we'll help. Purple Heart Homes will commit to help. And, and so just kind of help me understand what was the driver behind it? Because you did not have to do that. What was the driver and motivation behind that? The driver and motivation is just the spirit and the culture of our bank today and, and why we exist is to help people uh, that, that are in need, give people a second chance at life put our arms around everybody needs their arm around them at some point a, a little a little boost here and there and um and lisa uh was sitting there listening and and just felt uh this guy could use our help and she called me and we just kind of put our heads together and um and we just kind of first one thing led to another and uh but it all started with lisa and she was just listening and she said you know here's somebody that's in need and uh, lisa you want to take it and 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 oh add to Lord. that. <laughs> well, I mean, all I did was send an email to Jim, and he called within two minutes. I was just asking if if we could um, pay for the appraisal to help get this guy a little bit more money in his pocket because the uh, attorney's office, um, Brantley Oswald, waived his fees, and we we're trying to figure out ways to get him more money to because we knew he was going to need a heating system and everything. And boy, Jim called me in a couple of minutes and said what else can we do for him and before i knew it, we were over at the house and it was just even, on even got there. furniture you went even furniture went as far as and, to help yes painted the house and furniture and upgraded the bathroom and, and y'all physically went over there to uh, take a look painted at the it. walls yes yeah i, I, I oh. we were standing there and looking at wow. for the driveway and then i think god took over jim from there and now, now let me just be honest with the listening audience for a minute and i just want i just want to point something out painting a house is kind of easy if you're a good painter right yeah. <laughs> no. but helping a veteran is not so easy mm -hmm. coming out of homelessness specifically and and so uh just kind of understanding uh you guys you guys did this and and this was in a way it was kind of self-sacrificing it was it was you're really putting yourselves out there and and not really normal or your your daily work that you're doing well, but it was hard we it was hard and lisa looked like she dumped the paint bucket all over when i when i saw her <laughs> Pretty and, much. and and, and Pretty um, Oh, but but we bad. you know we we're not we weren't expecting anything in return from him. That's not that's not what motivated us. We weren't expecting to talk about it on the radio. Uh, it was coming from the bottom of our heart. 
And yeah, uh, I, I know I'm putting you guys on yeah, the spot no. just a little talking about yeah. this, but I want our listeners to know that uh, the culture and the philosophy of the bank is to love people. And, and that's, I think that's important for folks to know. And, and certainly something I've observed personally firsthand out of, out of what y'all have done is, as Purple Heart Homes got involved. And we've been doing this now for 15 years, uh, almost 1,200 veterans uh, projects that we've, we've built, 2,000 veterans in total that we've served and, and some being multi-veteran projects. But uh, uh, seeing you guys take the reins and, and start and lead this was uh, really something that I found impressive. And I just felt that, you know, our community needs to be aware of. Right. So, they really put the, the word community in community bank right there. Yeah. That's what we do. And, John, we hope to do more of that with your tiny homes concept. And we came over and we listened to you and, and, and we're trying to synergize and seeing how we can put so many more. I think it's a great concept. I applaud you for that. And, and Can I, I send I, Devin over to your office for some counsel <laughs> yeah, so you yeah, can yeah. teach him how to yeah, listen to yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, I, John, I mean, what would fun would that be? I mean, well, I, I thought... Uh, that we need a little controversy for the radio show, wasn't it? It, it would it would not be fun uh, anywhere else but the radio. Uh, so we're we're good. I, I love Devin. I said it again. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to write that. Be careful. Down. It's don't on, write down that time. It, it doesn't. Durant it doesn't, doesn't matter. Need, just it's, delete that comment. It's recorded. Durant. It's it's all. Yeah, we're we're going to put that up yeah. there. I'm going to make a TikTok yeah. with it and <laughs> no TikTok. Play it back no at select time. Oh yeah, we're going to yeah. have that at every every conference yeah. from now on and. Yeah. Yeah. So voice. just as, as we start to wrap up here, we've got just a few minutes before the end of the show here. Is there anything you'd like to share with the listeners? Where How, how can they connect with you? Um, I, I know certainly just walking into the old brick and mortar, you know, storefront is, is one way and, and a beautiful building. It's nice and cool. If you want to get out and get a little air conditioning, go over to Blue Harbor and hang out, open you up a deposit account and get you some uh, cool air. But what are some other things that people might uh, be able to come? Well, do they can they can um, uh, connect with us. Uh, our numbers are online. Uh, get, give any of our folks a call. Uh, they're all receptive. Uh, they'll 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 put the, the, the person in, in touch with the right person within the bank uh, to to help them. And uh, so much of our business, we we advertise very little, but it comes from word of mouth. It comes from people that are very satisfied about Blue Harbor Bank, and and um, and we're just growing leaps and bounds. And um, so we're just keeping our head down and and uh, and trying to take care of business. We, we believe if we take care of the small things, the big things take care of themselves. And so uh, we'll see it from beginning to end. And um, we just appreciate the opportunity to share with you today, John. And uh, uh, again, congratulate you on the good work that you and your team are doing. And and um, and if we can help in some small fashion, we want to be a part of it. So thank, thank you. Awesome. We, thank you. We appreciate that very thank much. You. And uh, Lisa, it's uh, great to have you on uh, with us today. We'll expect to see you back next Thursday at three <laughs> o'clock uh, when we have next week's show. Now, Todd said he'd uh, give you a ride over, and uh, Tom, sorry, he'll give you a ride over and uh, make sure you're here on time. Yeah. No. Yep. He, he's enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even have to talk. Wow. He didn't. No. Just a, Tom, Tom needs to. Yeah. 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 Well, we, we've got some uh, great guests lined up uh, over the course of the next couple of weeks. And, Absolutely. Uh, we Devin, do. you've been working on the calendar, getting those scheduled out. I have. I've got I've got a few guests uh, lined up and uh, you're just going to have to see who they are. Yeah. And we got uh, I was down at Richard's Coffee Shop this morning. They got a whole new board and we're going to have uh, some folks from Welcome Home Vets, Richard's Coffee Shop down in Mooresville come up and join us for a show here uh, in the next couple of weeks. And 
that's going to be exciting. So you want to make that sure you set your calendars to Thursdays at 3 p.m. And since you can join us here at Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. And don't forget to check out that website, phhusa.org, where you can learn more and follow along with our projects that we're doing and how you can get involved. Thank you.